Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the Janelle B. Stewart podcast. I am your host, Janelle B. Stewart, an award-winning editor. And the Janelle B. Stewart podcast is a weekly lifestyle podcast designed to educate, empower, and engage. Episodes touch on various aspects of our lives, including health and fitness, love and marriage, entrepreneurship, parenting, self-love, empowerment, and much more. My goal is to have you feeling uplifted and inspired after you listen to each episode. So welcome to episode four. In the last episode, we discussed traveling as a family. I answered your questions on how to effectively pack for your kids, how to still have romance on your vacation when the kids are around, how to select your Airbnb, and a lot more. So if you have any type of traveling plans coming up in the future, you definitely want to check out episode three. In this episode, I'm going to be discussing social media, and I want to talk about why some people, maybe even you, are failing at social media and what you can do to help grow your social media presence. But before I get into that, I want to ask you to please, please, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or on SoundCloud. And you can also listen to my podcast directly on my website, which is JanelleBStewart.com. All you have to do is click on the podcast link in the top menu bar and you can see them all. Okay, so I've identified four main areas that I feel are the reason are the top reasons, let me say that. These are the top reasons that I think people are failing at social media. Now, let me just give you a little bit of my background in case you're wondering, you know, who are you to be talking about social media growth? You know, you just started your podcast. What do you know? Now, if you're not familiar with my brand, it's Janelle B. Stewart. And I also have a natural hair and beauty brand, which is called KinkyCurlyCoilyMe.com. It's an online natural hair magazine. Now, between Janelle B. Stewart and Kinky Curly Coily Me, I have over, I would say my my total reach is probably about 20 million people. And that's inclusive of subscribers. I have an Instagram for all my pages. I have a Facebook for all my pages, a Twitter for all my pages. I have two, three YouTube channels and... Um, two websites. I mean, I have, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. So my most successful platform today is my Black is Beautiful Beauty Natural Hair YouTube channel with over 12 million, 12.5 million views and over 142,000 subscribers. And then the, the second most successful platform for social media would be my Kinky Curly Coily Me Facebook page, where my fan page has over 626,000 fans. And then my third most successful platform would be my Janelle B. Stewart Facebook page with over 185,000 fans. And then from there, you can just check me out. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube as Kinky Curly Coily Me and Janelle B. Stewart. And I recently launched several other social media platforms for my daughter and a health and fitness one. So I've really spent a lot of time over the last seven years learning and understanding social media. 
And for that reason, I can tell you a thing or two, baby. <laughs> I know a little bit. I know I know what I'm talking about is basically what I'm saying. I, I am able to grow pages very, very quickly because I know what people want. I know what people are looking for. I know how to make the connections with people. I know how to get people motivated and inspired. And ultimately, I know how to make people click that subscribe button, that follow button, that like button, you know, or whatever it may be. So I'm going to give you the four things that I feel you must have if you want to stop failing at social media. You need to have these things. The first reason why I feel you're failing at social media is because you're more concerned with the views than the viewers, And I see this all the time. I recently did a mom-to-mom beauty conference tour. We, uh, my partner was Rachel Odom of Rachel Old Beauty and our tour was called Let's Talk Mom-to-Mom. The very opening of each tour, we had a brunch where we invited influencers to come and sit with us and ask us their pressing questions. And we wanted this to be open to moms so that they could have a place where they knew other women were gonna be like-minded. Because, you know, when you're a mother, things are really different. Like your priorities are different and what you're looking for in life is different. So number one question was how to get more viewers or how to get more subscribers. You can interchange the word views and viewers with subscribers, subscriptions. And if you're a business and you're not your own brand, you're more concerned about like people purchasing your product than you are about the people purchasing your product. This is interchangeable to fit anyone. So you cannot go on Instagram, for example. I'll use Instagram as a as an as a specific uh, platform because I know a lot of people are on there more so than some of the others. You can't go on Instagram and be so concerned about how many people are liking your photo that you do not take the time to worry about the people who are liking your photo. And it all comes down to content. You have to understand what people want to look at, especially on Instagram to look at, and if you're on YouTube to watch. You have to know what people are looking for in order to be able to put that out there. You cannot just think, well, if I put up this, a lot of people are going to like it. So now I'm going to get more views or I'm going to get more likes or this is funny. So I'm going to put this up there. You have to be concerned about the person who's looking at it. Why are people here on Instagram? Why should someone follow you? What do you have to offer? What do you bring to the table? Why would I, of all the people I'm currently following, feel inspired to follow you? And you have to think about that and think about that from your perspective. What do you want when you're looking at someone's page? There's a lot of pages that I've seen in my explore page or through uh, being tagged on something by a friend or maybe I noticed who else was tagging or liking pictures and I go to those people's pages. That one image is the only image that I was interested in. And as I look through their timeline, I'm not interested in anything else, nothing else. I'm not going to subscribe to that person and I'm not going to subscribe to people who don't also follow some of the same um, 
some I won't I, I won't follow people who I feel don't offer me anything, any type of value or doesn't offer something that I'm interested in. So for me, when I'm doing my social media, I'm not just concerned about how many people are going to like my picture or how many people are going to view my video. I am looking to see what kind of content can I create that will most connect with people. I want something to add value to someone's life, make someone feel happier that day. I want to inspire someone to be better. I want them to love themselves a little bit more. And so in everything that I'm doing, every post that I put out there, like that is my goal. I want people to feel better about themselves. I want to empower you. I want to educate you. And I want to engage you. And maybe every now and then we will have a little jokey joke and I'll put something that is funny, but that's not going to be like my everyday thing. So I'll get into the next topic because I feel like this next one, I'm kind of already going into it now. So the second reason why you're failing at social media is because your basis of truth in your life is not authentic. And I see this a lot when I'm looking at social media pages. You can tell, like, this person only does this for the gram. And there are a lot of pages like that. This is this is who they are only for the gram. And that's wonderful. I mean, if that's the type of page you want and you just want to put out content that people can look at and be admiring you, like, ooh, ah, oh my goodness. If that's the kind of content that you want to put out there, you still will be disconnected from your audience. But you will get a lot of views if that's like your main focus. But I feel like your basis of truth in your life has to be authentic. So for example, what's my truth? So my truth is, I'm a 30-year-old, 31-year-old woman. I am African-American. I have parents that were immigrants. I am married. I've been married for a very long time. I've been with my husband for 11 years. We've been married for six. What's my truth? I have two children, two black children. What's my truth? I have struggled with weight. Uh, What else is my truth? I am now a vegan, My truth is I have natural hair. I went natural seven years ago. What's my truth? I'm an entrepreneur. I love to eat out. My truth is I I have great time with my family. I love my husband. What's my truth? Um, I work out a lot. I love running. What's my truth? I'm religious. I believe in God as my savior. I go to church on Sundays. What's my truth? I love to read. Um, I love to travel. I work really hard. I spend a lot of time working. My truth is I love giving. I love giving and giving and giving. I'm right now, the whole month of November, I've been giving away um, a gift every single day, Monday through Saturday on my social media platforms because I just want to give back. So I'm just going through all of my truth. These are my truths. These are the truths that I showcase on my social media platforms. When you go to my pages, this is what you're going to see. When I'm working on something, I'm going to sell, obviously. I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell my, my my tour. I want people to come on my tour. So I'm going to sell that. But that's not all I am. So you're not going to just see a lot of promotional stuff on my page. And I think for a lot of businesses that are coming out there, they're failing at social media because all they know is promo, right? 
All I know how to do is put pictures of my products up there, but I don't know how to engage my audience and show them lifestyle. I don't know how to do that. And I'm on Instagram, but all I know how to do is show my products. And maybe they shouldn't be on Instagram because they really don't know how to use the platform very well. Um, But because I live in my truth, I'm able to just be me. There's women on, on Instagram who are not living in their truth. They're one person in, on Instagram and they're a completely different person in person. And because we're on Instagram, they have that level of anonymity that they can have on Instagram. And I feel like there should be some, some. I think that you should be honest about who you are, but at the same time, of course, you wanna be inspiring. So you can always find a balance between how inspirational can I be as myself and how much do I have to do to make myself be inspirational to other people. So when I see women who are on Instagram and every single photo, their face is beat to the gods, like 100% got their face highlighted, baked. I mean, hairline is snatched. I mean, everything, baby hair is whatever. I get it. On Instagram, those types of photos are going to be liked so much more. My only problem with that type of Instagram page is that the inspiration is to always be your best self, always put your best foot forward. But there's so many people who are not able to differentiate between what's something that's happening on a case-by-case basis. Like this woman is putting this picture on Instagram, but this is not how she looks every day. I don't have to aspire to be like this every single day. I can have my days where I'm not 100% beat face and just relaxed. Now, I will go on Instagram with a beat face because there are days when I have a beat face, but I also go on Instagram with a normal face where I do have a little bit of makeup on, but I'm not just beat all the time. My point is, if you want to be great at social media, you need to be your authentic self. Um, I see it also, you know, it's a Twitter is a great place where I feel like because there's not so much visual, people are a little bit more their authentic selves on Twitter because your characters are limited. So you've got to get to the point. <laughs> you cannot have a monologue on Twitter. It just does not work. So people are, you find that people are a little bit more themselves on Twitter and it's not a visual platform. So while you can post pictures, it's not like the the thing that everyone's doing. Like on Instagram, you can post pictures on Facebook as well, but you don't have to. On Instagram, like you have to, right? So just be your authentic self. So my third reason why I feel people are failing at social media is because they're not really sure of like what their intentions are. What's your goal? How does what you do or the messages you share help someone? And I think if you identify that and you take some time to think about it, you know, it can't just be I want to sell a product, right? If that's what your business is. And if you are a brand yourself like me, I'm a brand, Janelle B. Stewart is a brand, What is my goal? What is my intention? How do I want to help people? So the first thing is I talked about my truth. When you identify your truth, it makes it a lot easier for you to figure out your intention and what your goal is and so on. My intentions are to educate, engage, and empower women. I always say this, like those are my three E's. And that can be your intention too. You don't have to feel like, well, that's Janelle's intention, so it can't be mine. No, that's not true. 
Educate, engage, and empower. And through this goal, through this intention, I try to do that in every single post I make on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. And on my website, JanelleBStewart.com. Like, that's my goal. I always want to do that. So when I'm posting a photo, am I educating someone about something? Am I engaging them on something? Am I empowering them to do something? And through these three tenants, you can call them tenants, I'm able to make more intentional, more thoughtful, more engaging, more helpful posts. Because it's it's about what was what I want to do. I can of course post a beautiful a beautiful picture of myself, but what is the intention behind it? Like, do I just want to self loathe and like post a beautiful selfie just so everyone can give me comments that I'm beautiful? And believe me, there are people that are doing that, and they're getting lots and lots of social media attention. They have lots of views and likes and subscribers, but I just feel like. That is not going to be the way everyone is going to be successful at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Like you have to have more behind it. So for me, I look at my intentions. I want to reach to the people who are young, black, and fabulous. If you're not young, black, and fabulous, you can still be inspired and empowered by me. But I know that I have a specific audience that's going to be attracted to the type of content that I put out there because of my intention. I'm very purposeful in what I share. The fourth and final reason why I feel like you are failing at social media is because you're not connecting with anybody. So there's there's several ways that I feel like you can connect with people on social media and I'm gonna share the ways that I've done them. So my first way of connecting with people is intentionally asking questions through my social media posts so that people are not just reading and getting information but then leaving like unfulfilled. So if I ask a question in relation to what I am talking about, then they have to think and give me an answer and then they have some type of engagement with me and we've connected. From there, I take my time to respond. And I do this on every platform. On YouTube, I ask questions. On Twitter, I'm asking questions. On Facebook, I'm asking questions. And on Instagram, I'm asking questions. And it doesn't mean every single post is me asking a ton of questions. You don't have to to do that to connect. This is just one way that I connect. And then from the asking of the question, I take some time at a later time or in the moment if I'm able, and I answer people or reply to people. So if you ask me a question, I take my time to get you an answer, or after you've answered on my post, I will then go back and I will reply to you, maybe saying thank you for your feedback, or maybe I have a reaction to what you've said, and I will then comment back. Or maybe I'm just going to say thank you. Something like that. I'm connecting with you. So that's important. Another way that I connect with people is if you've taken the time to subscribe to me on certain platforms, I can't do this all the time, but I do do it mainly on Twitter. I will tell you, thank you for following me. There are situations, it's not all the time, but people will follow me and I'll go and actively look at their page and engage with their page. And I'll like a few posts and then I will see at another time that they've taken a screenshot of the posts that I liked from their notifications and they're just in awe. They're so grateful. Like, oh my goodness, thank you so much for, you know, 
liking my pictures or I can't believe that Janelle B. Stewart or Black is Beautiful, depending on which page they're on, liked my picture or whatever. And you know, that that feeling of validation is really what it all comes down to. Everyone wants to feel validated. Everyone wants to feel appreciated. Everyone wants to be seen. And when you do that for someone, it like it just makes them feel so good inside. It makes their day. Think about when people do great things for you, how you feel. That's what I want to give out there. And it's important that you do that yourself as well. One of the biggest ways that I've connected with my audience is by going and seeing them or having them come out to see me. I've hosted meet and greets, very small ones in my local area. I've gone to other cities and have I've had meet and greets. If you're traveling somewhere for something unrelated to work, you can always say, hey, I'm gonna be having drinks at you know the bar in the hotel or whatever, and have people come out and meet you there. Or maybe you can't travel to other cities and states to meet your audience, but if you're a brand, you should have a core audience in your hometown. Why can't can't you just like host a meet and greet at the local uh, restaurant and have people come on out? I have a group on meetup.com where the largest natural hair meetup group on meetup.com and my first maybe 10 meetups were to Chipotle, like no joke. I would just put the meetup there. We're meeting at this Chipotle in Manhattan in New York City. This is the time. It was usually during the lunch hour. And we would spend 45 minutes having burritos and tortilla chips with guacamole. And that was how I started my meetup room. It was all about the connection. When I... Uh, create videos or write articles or even this podcast, I'm connecting by asking questions and answering those questions. That's what people like. So it's all about connecting. You can connect in a multitude of ways. I've only given you a few now, but I'm letting you know that connecting with people is really going to make people want to subscribe to you to follow you, to like you, or whatever it may be. So those are my reasons as to why you're failing at social media, and I'm going to go right into the question of the day. I want you to tell me, what's your intention when you created your social media platforms? What were you looking to do? How does what you do help someone? I want to know. Share your answers with me on Twitter. You can tweet me at Janelle B. Stewart, and I want you to use the hashtag question of the day. Now we're going to get into my reviewer shout out segment. I got to shout out some VIP people out there who took the time out of their day to leave me a review on this podcast. So my goal is to get 20 reviews a week. I know that might seem like a lot, but if you think about it, it's really only three reviews a day. And so I'm going to shout out now Kerry's Babe. This review was rated five stars. It's titled Awesome. This is an awesome podcast with great ideas on how to fight fair. I definitely will use some of the tips you gave the next time my husband and I are having a disagreement. Thanks again, and I am looking forward to your next podcast. So she's actually reviewing podcast episode two, which was Fair Fighting in Your Marriage. Thank you so much. My next review is from Habby9216, 
And this one is also rated five stars. It's titled Helpful and Insightful. Very helpful and good stuff to keep in mind. I feel like our community can benefit from having some type of event about the nuclear family, including workshops specifically for men and specifically for women. And then and then coming together, showcasing great examples of a positive, well-balanced, and strong nuclear family. So much work to do, especially in this climate. Well, thank you so much, Happy, for that review. She's also reviewing episode two, which was Fair Fighting in Marriage. And I think that having some type of event would be pretty awesome. Maybe I can partner with someone who has the know-with-all to put something like this together. And I would love to partner with someone. So if you're listening to this right now, and that's uh, what Happy is requesting or suggesting you think you're open to doing, let's connect. Uh, you can always send me an email at janellebstewart at gmail.com and we can see if we could put something together. And the third and final review shout out that I'll do today is from Tony or Tani T. She rated this, she rated the podcast five stars and the review is titled Excellent Advice. Thoroughly enjoyed this and will implement it into my marriage. So she's also reviewing Fair Fighting in Marriage. So I'm really happy that the three ladies who listened to the Fair Fighting in Marriage were so inspired to leave me a review. I really do appreciate it. And for all of you listening to this episode, please review this episode. If you're on iTunes, all you have to do is search Janelle B. Stewart Podcast, tap on the icon, and then you'll see reviews. Click on the reviews. You can leave a rating five stars, please, pretty please. And then you can just review it. Like it takes only a couple seconds to do it. If you do leave me a review, thank you so much in advance. And you can potentially be featured in one of my upcoming reviewer shout outs. I made some podcast notes for you to follow along with or to review later. All you have to do is sign up for my newsletter. Click the link that's in the description of this podcast episode and you'll get a link to enter my newsletter. And once you do that, you'll get the notes automatically to you and then you'll have access to all the future notes. So so what's coming up next? I don't have a specific topic yet that I want to talk about for the next episode. I am thinking about another love and marriage topic just because something came to my mind um, sometime earlier this week and I think I want to talk about that but maybe I'll mix it up since I did a marriage one uh, not too long ago. I don't know. Let me know. Let me know what you want me to talk about in the next podcast. I'm totally open to it. Leave me a tweet on Twitter, you know, what you wanted me to talk about. If you have any questions, of course, you can tweet me as well on Twitter using the hashtag AskJanelle. And of course, I love you so much for listening. Bye.